We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Live again on the Nathan and Gabe Show. Episode 42. Wow. Like Jackie Robinson. That one guy from baseball. Yeah, it's funny how often I'm like, hey, baseball fans, and then we get into it. Ah, uh, yeah, nobody wears 42 now. Jackie, Jackie Robinson, Robinson, he always he was a really good young musician. <laughs> right? Well, was young Mikey Jackson. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Moving on. Now we go to the next topic. Yeah, he was the first black player in the big leagues. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In 1947, he broke the color barrier and played for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Powerful. Yeah, right? If I was in baseball, I'd make sure I have that number. Number 42? Yeah. There's only one guy I can think of that I even know of that has had the number post. Why? I don't know. I, he was just played for the Yankees. It's like an unwritten had... rule. You can't have Jackie Robinson's number. Except on Jackie Robinson Day where everybody wears 42. Okay. Yeah. So you're sort of putting this guy up on a pedestal. Yeah. Okay. He, he was good. He's a big deal, he though, because he broke the color barrier. Yeah. Uh, I. He wasn't the best. But he, <laughs> he just... <laughs> yeah. But he was good. He, I think he won like an MVP and rookie of the year, won a couple of World Series, but like uh wasn't wasn't like if I was making an all time team, yeah. He wouldn't he be better on be it. on it, bro. He better be on dude, it. He wouldn't be on it. He wouldn't even be on my all time team of black guys. He wouldn't. Really? Yeah, dude. Okay. Th- yeah, he's not he's not my starting pick. Well that was before steroids base. too, probably. Yeah, dude, I would have picked the guy that didn't I would have probably picked Joe Morgan. Okay. He's yeah, dude, played for the since dude, the big red machine. Thanks, <laughs> baseball fans, for sticking with us. What about Michael Jordan? On my all-time baseball team, yeah. he doesn't beat out Jackie Robinson. Okay, dude. all right. Yeah, maybe, dude. As a uh, if we if they're playing fucking pickup basketball. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Michael Jordan's on my all-time basketball. Deion team. Sanders wasn't he a multi-sport guy? Yeah. Neon Dion. Yeah. Right. Probably of all the bet all the multi-sport guys though. Very. No. Who? Bo Jackson. Dude. Bo Jackson, of course. Yeah. Bo knows. Bo knows, dude. Yeah. With the bat. So yeah, also I watched I rewatched that clip. We had talked about this. I don't know if it was on the podcast, but we talked about it. Um remember I said he broke a bat over his head? Yeah. He for sure felt he he like grounded out. So the bat definitely broke. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Cuz I was looking at it and I was like there's no way, dude. But I've been snapping pieces of lumber in the shop. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to show people. <laughs> what are you up to? Like a 2 by 4 No, no, no. 2 okay. by 4 is too big, dude. I'll snap like a like a decent sized fence post. Okay. And then we had this oak one. So what is that? Like a 1 by 1? Uh, no, it's like, it, they'll be like, they'll be like, maybe like, uh, what? One. One by, by two? two? or one okay. by, yeah, something well. like that. So I'll put it down and I'll, 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 you know, straight ankle it and break it. Okay. Which always gets cool things. But then there was a oak one. You should make a video. That seems like a good, uh, <laughs> video if you're looking for them views. I know, but a bat would be the way to go. Yeah. Except just getting a bat though. I mean, I bet you could find one at like a secondhand store for pretty cheap. Sure. But yeah. Some micro fractures in there to make it easier. Oh, that's fun. Maybe. Yeah. It's been heavily used. Dude, yeah. See, that's the thing is I <clears throat> I would want to like wrap a towel around it. That's how you see. Because uh, just with those pieces of lumber, I'll wear two sweatshirts and I can get under it like well enough to not hurt my arm. Okay. But then I like I tried a one that was made out of oak and it's a whole different ball game, dude. Sure. Oak's pretty, <laughs> pretty heavy duty shit. I was like, well, thank God nobody's legs are made out of oak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it sucked. Oh man! Except that one time that I went with the guy with a peg leg, that was weird. Yeah, if I had a peg leg, I'd make it out of oak for sure. Nice if, hardwood. If you had one, well, if you had a peg leg, you, c- you couldn't grapple with it. 
No, you'd take that you'd off. you take it off. you take it off for yeah. sure. Because that would be a, the worst leverage. Somebody who just grabs the end of your peg leg yeah. and just, you know. Because there's no using your knee to make a circle, <laughs> right? It would be all hip. Yeah. And then holding, holding the lever at the end of the lever while you're trying to circle out with your hip all the way at the other end of that? No way. Yeah. Uh-uh. Wouldn't work. Dang. You wouldn't want a hook hand either. Can you imagine meat hook with a hook hand? Dude, hook hand might work. Dude. Why wouldn't a hook hand work? You don't even need anything on the end of it. Yeah. Right? So you could just go no hand. Look at our coach Jean-Jacques Machado, yeah. right? Like, he's got, uh, he's missing fingers, and mm-hmm. he he does just fine with his frames and overhooks which and underhooks. Which is so because cool he was a gee guy. Yeah. Like, and it's all about, like, the grips. gripping. Like, yeah. like, how beautiful is it that he was able to use... What otherwise would be like a disability. Adapt and overcome, yeah. yeah. To be like dominant. Yep, it's amazing. That's that's something else, dude. So with a hook hand, dude, you could do some real damage. It, it might get caught on stuff. But even then, yeah. if it's a hook and you're trying to fight for your life with yeah. jiu-jitsu, who cares if you hook them? Dude, meat hook with a hook would be cool. Meat hook with the hook, for That'd sure. That'd be great. That'd be gnarly. That's going to be my first tattoo is a big old meat hook. Dude, you should a pirate, two pirates doing jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Right? Somebody's a, a pirate fight with one guy with a hook with a meat hook. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Might be. Uh... With his beard on fire like Blackbeard oh, that we previously discussed. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you're getting to that Blackbeard length now. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm going to keep it flame free, hopefully. Yeah. I might. Uh, yeah, I'll keep it too clean, too, to let it like get, get uh, what do they call those, dreadlocks? Yeah. I'm man, probably not going to dreadlock my beard. Yeah, I like to keep it, you know, get some airflow through there. Yeah. If you got a beard, especially if you do jujitsu, you got to keep it clean. I mean, it's like anybody with a lot of hair, you got to get deep down in there and really scrub to protect the skin underneath. Yeah, right. So I use coconut oil too sometimes. I'll really? rub that in there. Yeah, it's got yeah. a natural antiseptic, antibiotic. Really? Antibiotic, antiseptic. Yeah. Antis- yeah. 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 It's, it kills some shit, right? Uh-huh. So, and it helps keep my, my beard nice and. Uh, Nice and oily and shiny. It's good for you. It's yeah, good for dude. your skin, too. For sure. You don't use anything on your skin. You got some good skin. You know what I think helps before you answer? Sweating. <laughs> yeah. 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 Drinking lots of water is good. Yeah. If you if you put a lot of shit in your body, you're probably going to develop some sort of acne. It's sure. going to show through your skin. Oh, yeah. It, and, it usually good on my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have, like, I have three pimples right here that are not fun. A triangle? I, yeah, yeah, I'm the chosen one of pimples. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, just because eating normally again. Probably know. maybe eating all those uh, gummy bears, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, dude, that's a great segue. So during having COVID, right, you know, I said I couldn't taste or smell. The third time or which time? The last time? No, oh, that's super funny, dude. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, you're a COVID blamer. <laughs> like, that, that, that's a thing. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. COVID. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Like, I had COVID, like, you know, X amount of weeks ago. And if somebody got... If somebody... That's a good one, right? Dude, I think I just made that up. Uh, dude, I mean... Mm. They're not, they're not going to take that one down. I no, bet you they'll COVID. probably love it. No, Th- this the is the word? one that'll go okay. viral. to right. push it. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, so I could only, like, like very faintly taste or smell, like, you know, whether it was, like, Maybe bitter, sweet, salty, spicy, but it was just like the. That's general... why you're eating gummy bears because right. you could only taste the sweet. the sweet, right? Yeah. Or if I was or eating... fruit snacks, what's the difference? Yeah. Is barely it's the... the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. One of them just comes in a little pouch, so you don't overeat them. Okay, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I had these little like uh, 
like energy bars, like meal bars. This is like a granola bar, basically. Okay. But it was made with coffee. Oh. Like, so there's like black coffee grounds in it, and it tastes really good, mostly. Okay. Okay, so it has that, and it has like flax seeds in it. They're called like clean bars or something. Okay. Because like they'll clean you out after you eat them. You're going to yeah, shit your brains out. Maybe. I mean, sure. probably. But they're also like low sugar, high in fiber. Like, they're so, yeah, it's, pitched as healthy. Yeah. Right. So I had one of those, and I was like, well, you know what? Since I can't really taste much, I might be able to taste coffee. This is a pretty strong taste. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So sure enough, I could kind of like taste it just very faintly. And I was like, you know, at least I'm not just putting like more gummies in my body. Yeah. So I'm there eating it like, and it's fine, but it has these little like flax seeds in it. Okay. I think they are. Yeah. Flax or chia seeds. Yeah. And they were getting stuck in my teeth. Sure. And for whatever reason, I could taste those. Yeah. And these, co- that that coffee bar, now that we're drinking coffee and I can like aftertaste it, it's like I can pitch it You're reliving it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I could taste that bitterness and like how coffee kind of lingers. Okay. Like it wouldn't go away, and those little chia seeds, I was like digging them out of my molars, and uh, just the idea of eating one of those now is just like horrible to me. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So uh, <clears throat> what I'll probably do, uh, and I've told you this before, because I think it's good when I- I've done this before, when I've had food that I don't eat, or even if it's like mildly expired. Okay. I'll put it in a bag in my car, and if I see a homeless person and this says anything helps, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, like this is good shit. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just not eating it because whatever. I bought a full box of these and I only ate two and I really didn't like them. Yeah. I'm not going to eat them and I'm not going to let them just go to waste. Yeah, you're a good guy, man. Yeah. Well, nah. Oh, boy. So, well, here's well, one thing. This is also <laughs> funny real quick. Is uh, One time uh, I was in Waldport and I had okay. a bag of this food in my car that I just wasn't eating. And uh, I saw a homeless person just at the corner. Like there's Ray's Market down there. It's just right in downtown Waldport, if you can call it downtown. Sure, the one street that's yeah, got it's, stuff on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's branching to the left of the light. So uh, there was somebody there, and I like hopped out of my car real quick. And I said, here, man. You know, I handed him like a whole bag of food. And he's like super grateful. Well, my dad was at the store, and I didn't see him at the store. So he like almost pulled me over like a cop. Like it was weird. Like he was like flagged me down. So I like pulled over. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, what what were you doing with that guy? Like what were you, like he was like concerned. Like we were exchanging sure. goods and services. I was like, what services? But uh, for a bag of food, dude, so demeaning. But I, uh, you know, he like was like worried about me. I was like, dude, I'm fine. Like I'm I'm old enough to drive. I'm old enough <laughs> to share food that came from my apartment at the time. Okay. Like I was you know like an adult. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was nice that he was looking out. But I had this idea. So I was at work uh, the other day, and. Uh, just out and about with with my coworker. Okay. I try not to drop the coworkers' names all that often because yeah, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. Work shenanigans. You don't want to drag yeah. anybody down with you when that catches up with you. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, we were out and about, and we got something to eat. You know. Okay. We were like, all right, let's go to Burger King so I can crush two rodeo burgers and a double bacon cheeseburger. Wow, that's a lot of meat, dude. It's also it's so good though. It and sucks bread. afterwards. Really sucks. You feel like really gross. Yeah, but yeah. when you're eating it, it's the best thing ever, right? Flame broiled wop, well meat. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. the meat. They keep making yeah. the meat smaller, for sure. But right. I hadn't had Burger King in like months. Okay. So you know, I'm there like keeping my weight kind of like you know where I needed to be. So I'm like, all right, I got I got about a week. I can lose this. It'll be fine. And I keep telling myself that as the days get smaller yeah. and smaller. Five days. I can I, do yeah, it. I won't miss weight, but it'll be you know it'll be a nail biter. But I'll. Uh, so we went there, and there was a homeless woman on the side as we were leaving. Okay. She had a sign that said anything helps. But this is the same homeless woman that I've seen before, not the blind one. Okay. 
I used air quotes there. Because she's not blind. Because she's not blind. Because she changes her sign all the time. And it's like, I'm blind and now I'm not blind. And it's like, deaf woman needs help. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) But uh, there's uh, another woman that yells. She'll yell at people. If they like ignore her or whatever, she'll like start yelling. All right. So she sees us driving by in the truck and I'm on the passenger side. So she's right next to me. So I didn't want her to start yelling because it's just frustrating. It's hard to get out into traffic in the middle of the day. So we're like waiting at the thing. And she seemed happy enough. Well, what I wanted to do, and I didn't, but what I wanted to do, and the idea of it made me laugh, was that she said anything helps, okay? Yeah. So what I was going to do is I was going to unwrap my rodeo burger, okay? And hold it out the window and say, you got one bite, make it count. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, anything helps. Yeah. I'm just out here. What if she what if she said okay and took a big chomp out of it? Good for her. Dude. Yeah. And then are you gonna eat the rest of it? I would tell her I'd say no lips, so she'd have to fight it like this. <laughs> Does that be better? I mean I don't know. If that's I don't better. know. Yeah. She's like, Well, I actually don't have any teeth, so it's, yeah. it's gonna be most You could just break her off a, a, a piece of the burger yeah. and hand it to her, a yeah. little mini burger, a handful of mini burger. <laughs> yeah. That that'd be the move. That would be nice. I yeah. wouldn't want her to take one bite. Yeah, but because what if she has hepatitis A? It's going around. I right know, now. dude. I hear. Or hepatitis B or C or oh, any wow. of the yeah those ones that keep on giving. Did you hear that? If you you guys don't eat uh, what is it strawberries right now? Oh yeah. Just read on the news that the FDA is is investigating a multi-state strawberry contamination where people apparently are eating strawberries that have hepatitis A on them, which it is. Sucks. Pretty much, like, it's common. Hepatitis A is common. It's in food that's that's dirty. Yeah. So, all over the world. It's one of those ones that you don't want to get, but if you get it, it's not the end of your life, usually. Like, you mm-hmm. end up just getting some chills and some diarrhea and yeah. and a uh, little fever action. and That's it? I think so. It's not as bad as the old all the other things that are going around right now. So, it's globally, not just in Oregon? Uh, the strawberry thing yeah. is multi-state, so I, I don't know if it's just Oregon or even if it is Oregon, but okay. it's in a couple of the states. I think in Oregon, the number one uh, side effect is homelessness. <laughs> oh boy, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Everything is, yeah. leads you to homelessness in Oregon. It's a good place to be homeless. Yeah. Right? I mean, not the coast so much where it's rainy, but uh, um, why wouldn't you? If, you? if you have a criminal record, right? Let's, let's, say, let's say I, whatever. Did some shit. Did, got busted for drugs yeah. and assault in Ooh. in Wisconsin. Okay. Right? What are the chances they're going to find me in Portland, Oregon? You know? And I, if I don't have anything, if I don't have anything, if I'm just running and just trying to, to live, yeah. you know, out of the hands of the law, then, and let's say I have like a drug habit. Why wouldn't you go to a place where your drug habit is not only accepted, but it's like almost perpetuated? You get everything you need, plus the support system around you to yeah. keep doing the drugs. There's no, there's no, you're not worried about the police getting you for your drug addiction and hauling you back to Wisconsin where yeah. they're going to work your ass over for, for being a crackhead. Right. Right. And like, why won't you come to Oregon? I would. Yeah, so, you know, remember free when the, shit army. Remember when uh, the uh, only drugs in Oregon used to just be the Blazers? 
Hey. Remember the jailblazers, dude? Remember way back in the day? No. Man. <clears throat> yeah, they were like uh, back when weed was like a bad thing. Okay. They had players that smoked weed. Oh shit. On the the Portland Trailblazers yeah, basketball dude. team. Yeah. They were weed heads yeah. before it was cool. Before it was cool. Oh boy. Maybe when it was cooler though. Okay, because when right. it was when it was illegal, yeah. you got that like that layer of like edginess yeah. to it. I'm you know, above the law. Yeah, I'm a rebel. Well, not above the law, because that'd be like you're a police officer smoking weed. Yeah. How no. many police officers though take a little off the top? Uh I would probably a lot. Probably right? some. Probably right? some. Yeah. It I'm seems guessing. Like it would be but here's the tempting. thing. If you're a cop and you like get in a car accident or mm-hmm. you have to shoot somebody or whatever, right? Like you don't know when you might get thoroughly investigated for something. Yeah. Just from the crazy chaos of the, the job. I would imagine that that would be a scarier than like working at whatever. Pick your normal job. Like you're an insurance agent and you work for an insurance company and they're like, you can't smoke weed and nobody's ever gotten a urinalysis, but you know it's like you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. Versus law enforcement where you're high and yeah. then tomorrow you might have to do some some shit that involves you being like, yeah, getting having to get yeah, your blood drawn or something. Yeah. You know, you get a car accident, somebody hits you, you made like some silly mistake and they're like, well, we got to check his blood. Oh my God. He was, he has marijuana in his system oh. and like you accidentally hit somebody or something and Ooh, it seems worse. The when devil's you, lettuce. Yeah. It seems when you have that many responsibilities, it's probably not a good idea to smoke weed. Probably not. But then also the high stress of the job, yeah. it's your day off. Last week, you did have to shoot somebody. Yesterday, yeah. a lady pulled a knife on you. you. Luckily, you tased her in the neck and got away. <laughs> you know, you you know, maybe maybe just the fact that you have to do a job where politicians use you and then don't give a shit about you <laughs> yeah, and then put, you know, hang you out to dry when, when you do something that maybe saves your life that is frowned upon, like used an illegal move. To hold somebody down. Yeah. You know, like they're getting so much uh, regulations put on them that it's starting to, I would imagine, make the job of law enforcement a lot more difficult when you're when you're worried about like handling somebody wrong. If somebody's trying to fight me in real life, I'm smashing you and I'm breaking you, dude, whatever. Right. But if someone if your job is a police officer where you're more likely to to come in contact with somebody that's like that. Yeah. You can't just smash them and break them. Right. And odds are, if you're a law enforcement officer, unfortunately as well, you don't have the the training and the time of hand-to-hand combat that like a jujitsu guy has. Yeah. So likely if I do come in contact with in that situation, I've got to shoot you or I've at least take or, or, you know, smash you with something. Yeah. I'm going to raise the, the use of force because my, my ability to control things at a lower level aren't there. Yeah. That's, which is why. Especially if the person's bigger and stronger and louder, you know? Yeah. More aggressive, violent. Yeah. 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 Which is, that's a lot of stress to have for a cop. If anything, going back, if anything, cops should be allowed to smoke weed on their time off. Like, man, like de-stress a little bit. Like let's just chill out, you know, do the things that weed does for you. makes you not so worried about the fact that yesterday, or at least, I, I don't know. I don't know how everybody do- deals with weed differently. But still, yeah. I but, mean, I, th- I think the general acceptance of it is that it mellows you out. For sure, right? Like, yeah, like, it does. Not everybody's like me 
you know, like I don't feel good when I smoke weed, but a lot, the majority of people do. Sure. Yeah. And alcohol is a depressant. How many people, yeah. how many like law enforcement officers now we're really talking would use alcohol yeah. to, and which, which is worse for you or which one's better for you? Right. Would you rather to have, if my, if me and you, Nathan and Gabe, two okay. law enforcement officers, which by the way, we would fucking have, have fun, some fun, dude. dude. Yeah. Bad. We would, we would make the, the whole <laughs> fucking state safer. Yeah. And, and also, I think we would really do some like positive things to the community. I think so. Too. I really do. Yeah. We would Just make a good single team. bites out of burgers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you get a bite. You get a bite. Everybody gather around. I got yeah. a bite. I'm turning it around and then flipping it to the other person. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's great. I'm down. Oh well, I'd say that if if me and you did that, yes. and and which would be, it still would be a difficult job to for be a sure. Yeah, officer. be under stress. Yeah. yeah, but if you were going to work the day before you got blackout drunk because it was a super stressful week, versus yesterday you smoked five grams of whatever weed. Yeah, then going to work today. Who would I rather work with? The hungover from blackout drunk Gabe right. or the not hungover from smoking weed Gabe? <laughs> yeah. Right? Sure. Like, clearly one of them is better for your body than oh, the other one. Yeah. So, that's silly. It's silly. Yeah. So, in the at the end of the day, probably cops should take a little off the top. That being said, it should just be legal for everybody. Yeah, because it's like, <clears throat> also, you think about it. Like, when you, when you smoke weed, right, you put on Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix and you have a good time. Sure. When you drink booze... You put on Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. You know, like you're not having as rootin' tootin' fun of a time, you know? Okay, all yeah. right. I think more like Waylon Jennings Something and sad. some whiskey. Oh, see? Oh, see, I'm not, or not, not I'm even saying you're sad. Listening. Waylon Jennings is not sad. <laughs> is it not? I, I mean, don't know. It's, I, I, it's we've probably, classic country. Have we played it in the gym? Every now and again, you'll play some country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not enough, but... Wow. I probably have, maybe. Yeah. You've probably been there for one of the days. Whenever everybody leaves and the lights get low, you When the out. lights get low, I crank up the old Waylon Jennings and... Pull out the smelling salts and the proper 12. No. <laughs> Waylon Jennings and flow roll with, the, with, the, with just nobody. I'm just, just yep. kicking the bag. Ah! Just taking shots on the bag. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, no, no. I don't need to do that stuff, man. I mean, nowadays, having kids... That takes the energy out of you. If the training doesn't, like just having, just keeping up with the family does. I don't need to. I don't need that shit. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a lot, dude. You got the puppy. You got got the, a new puppy too, yeah. right? And then I always got projects going on. I've got s- enough stuff to do that yeah. I'm never bored, man. I and I've never been somebody that's bored. Like I always have things for myself to to like either learn or to try to like just get better somehow how can i make my world around me better yeah that's there's cool. always room for improvement yeah never ever should you be bored yeah you can't rest i and i, I do rest for a solid four and a half hours a night you know i get a good yeah, rem <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and that's some days that's all i need then the other 18 and a half hours you're just up just, just slugging just drinking coffee and just grinding Hard stomp, kicking the heart every once right, in a while yeah. to let her go. You know, like, it's all right. We're gonna open it up. Yeah, Ready? Here we go. Pull cord on it. <laughs> <laughs> Jiu-jitsu time. Yeah, dude. I've been training hard, man. I had a good private this morning with the guy. It was cool. He uh, he's getting good with his hands, doing some boxing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was weird though. I hit his eye, or he hit his eye, holding pads. And I was doing a thing where I run up to him and like. Like, to start a fight, you know? It's like if somebody starts a fight with you where you don't even know them, yeah. you don't know what's happening, you're just from zero to fight. 
And uh, a lot of the times it could be initiating with a push, you know, like it always starts yeah. with like a boom. Maybe you're just a whatever. You run into somebody, they turn to you and boom, what the fuck are you? And now it's yeah. on. So we were kind of simulating that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so I was hitting them and somewhere the pad, because I had the big, the big uh, tie pads hit his eye and it, it like pulled his eyelid down and his eye just swelled up and it like instant black eye. And uh, I felt bad. I, I don't. I've never really seen that happen like that. I've seen you know black eyes and eyes getting hit and stuff. And your orbital bone, which goes around your eye, that's a that's a sensitive little spot right there, the edge of that orbital bone. Yeah. You catch a a solid knuckle on that thing, and yeah, it's gonna do some damage. It could hurt your orbital yeah, bone. Yeah, it's thin, isn't it? Yeah, it's you not a big it. bone. Yeah. It's not a big bone. So anyway, it was just kind of a freak thing. I think the blood vessels underneath his eyelid kind of blew out, got pinched or something, and. Boom, his eye was swollen shut in two minutes. Man. And I uh, felt bad. I gave him a nice pack. So he should be fine. Man. That's rough, dude. That's <clears throat> that's one of the things that turns me off about striking. That was such a freak thing, dude. I, I it, get it. it was I totally not, get it. it, was, it and that could have happened in jujitsu. It could have been. True. How many times some, are you try, some, you're trying to armbar somebody and they slap you in the face as they try to get their arm away. Yeah. I've done it to you at least 15 times. I, right? Like, I don't get that like, deep well, yeah, on those arm bars. Okay, usually, yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. it's we get hit. That's that's We're playing combat sports. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've gotten blasted in the face. Even my yeah. face, people commented, I looked a little marked up. Uh, this week, yeah, you, this had week some, I, you had a little mark on your... It's fine now. Uh, had a hard week, man. They had a lot of yeah. training. That we got fun. competition coming up next week. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, Championship. I know, right? Ooh, no pressure. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you know, and you've had you've had a lot of time to recover. Yeah. You know, your, at least your muscles and stuff. Yeah, but, I feel good. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, dude, how many podcast we have where i'm just tooting gabe's horn so we're not going to make this into one yeah let's... but next weekend we might might end up talking a little jujitsu sure just because i bet there's going to be a, a metal in this area right here we'll see what right on we'll, the shark's nose we'll see what color it is yeah i hope gold, gold, silver dude. bronze or uh fourth fourth place uh maybe you could just I think they just get give you a shirt. The, the ribbon with nothing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the one shirt that you get for free for signing up. That's fun. I think that's actually that's a joke though. The ribbon with nothing on it. I think that's uh, that was a joke that was on. Oh, good, these, good, because uh, you don't want to steal a freaking yeah. joke like that one guy. Who? I don't know. One of the guys. Fucking Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Shit bag. I, dude, I felt like I looked at the camera real aggressively. That <laughs> watch, watch that back in slow motion. Yeah. My eyes got a little wider. My but pupils got smaller. You might be the one that has to worry about saying some shit, making some jokes that other people have made. If I say a joke that somebody else has made, yeah. it's only because their great minds think alike. You know. So what's the difference if I have a hilarious that joke? you watch other comedians? Yes. So you're getting you're getting input. Your your dialogue sure. of jokes in the back of your head yeah. has an outside influence. But mine's organic. But. What? Does that make me have to push the envelope and be more creative because I already know how much good shit's out there? Probably. Right? Probably, Maybe. yeah. Okay. You know? All right. A little, I mean, s- little stress levels you up. I've thought about that before, though. Like, if I find myself listening to a podcast too much, at it, at a point in my life, it would be like, um, you kind of start to talk more in, like, a cadence of somebody. Okay. And not, like, yourself. Okay. So I kind of had to try to, like, like, reel it back a little bit. It's like, okay, I'm... I'm talking in the same cadence as like Joe Rogan does or something like that. And it's like, I need to like stop 
talking so aggressively at people and just be like more conversational. Cause I was Which I, we've talked about how we've, uh, I for sure have improved in that way as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I can copy anybody else's cadence. I talk too much. I have my own shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, the internal dialogue. Yeah. Just, I'm just, sometimes it gets, it just comes out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, in my head, I don't speak like Joe Rogan either though. No, but you know, it's funny as I can, uh, I was listening to a podcast with him. So I, paused on his podcast for a while after he switched to Spotify. Not that yeah. he sold out. I don't care. Whatever. You know, make your money, of course. But, like, I just stopped listening to it as much. So I went back, and I listened to an episode recently, and, uh, man, it's it's weird. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like my my opinion on Joe Rogan may, may have changed or something. I think, for me, I at least, know. what it is, because I'm there with you, and it's, I think he started to sell out a little bit, and you can kind of sense... That his opinions have been influenced by outside, and it's not so much like organic, free thinking, hungry for more knowledge, Joe Rogan, as it is Joe Rogan, the professional podcaster, who's now like in the you know one uh, percent type guy who right. his friends are all whatever other high celebrity people, and so there he's created more of a disconnect between the jujitsu people you know or whatever like the people that are his organic listeners from Mm -hmm. from man i remember watching joe rogan it would have been in 2000 i got out uh 2005 i got out of the military so when i in 2004 i think it was 2004 would have been when i was stationed in tampa florida and i remember when we had in our office i've worked on the boat patrol section and so in our office we had this super badass camera uh system and so on the wall we had a big tv screen and we could zoom in like really far away so we would be the the people talking to the people who were out on the boat sometimes usually i was out on the boat instead of being in the office okay every once in a while i'd be in the office and 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 watching the cameras and the other guys would be out in the boat and we'd be telling them hey i've got a boat coming you know we could look at see how the boat is traveling you see it on the screen you you can see okay it looks like he's gonna for sure try to cut through the end of the restricted area move to pole 14 or whatever and and block him block him so he doesn't come in because we'd always have like these fast boats because mcdill air force base is on a peninsula and so my thousand yard out perimeter these these people in the nice boats they would always try to cut through you know and that was my job was like block them which is a fun job anyway where i was going with that there would be nights would be raining outside or whatever and we'd just be inside and i would have joe rogan up on the tv and this is like back when uh i would you know you'd have all the canards cords (laughs) canards connecting the computer to the tv and stuff so it was a big deal to get like youtube up on the screen you know that's cool so i remember getting that whole thing set up and watching old school joe rogan that's like him with like brian redband yeah way back and just like on the couch you know and they were they were always like big time anti-government like Mm anti-military very so for me to like we'd be all sitting around watching joe rogan while we're in the military yeah and he's talking about like you know, anti-war type stuff. Um, it was just, it, it was an interesting time to come into, to have Joe Rogan enter into like the public eye in the podcast thing. Yeah. Because yeah, it correlated with my growth as into adulthood from the military, 
started listening to Joe Rogan, get out of the military, and then started to try to like look towards the MMA path, yeah. where he was that way too. You know, he was MMA. And then when I finally made my way out west to find out that I was always like born and raised with aliens and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my grandma was huge into it. And that was like one of my biggest influences was hearing about this guy, Zachariah Sitchin and aliens. And I was listening to ancient aliens, literally growing up. That was my grandma's like perspective of the world. Right. So anyway, so I made it out West became a, a MMA fighter, which Joe Rogan was like in that scene too. Yeah. And then, I got into 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, which was 10th Planet is based off of the the planet Nibiru, which that was part of the shit that I grew up with. So now I'm in 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, which is connected to aliens, which is not part of my fight career. And like, yeah. so it, it all the kind Jerogan of... The Jerogan name. Dude, the whole, my whole life was like around 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu yeah. and like the Joe Rogan podcast as it's coming out. Like that, it's been a big part of my life. Yeah. That being said, also like you, I don't I don't really pay attention to him anymore. Now I think he helped me at a time where he was growing, where I was growing as a person, mm-hmm. and I have been very much entertained over many many hours of his guests and stuff. Yeah, but the sense that he's not the guy that he was, and neither am I. When I started listening to him, now I don't care about celebrities. I don't yeah. give a shit about all of that stuff. I hear him say th- things politically and it's very like agenda driven. Mm-hmm. That's just not what I care about. Yeah. At this point, you're just another talking head. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's a, it's an interesting shift, isn't it? It's, it's wild. Uh, how everything will end up like, it, well, first of all, it's wild. That it's like, it's like 10th planet was like getting you to a choke point. <laughs> And then there you were, dude, choke point. Choke point. Choke yeah, I point. got it. I got it. Yeah. Wow, I didn't actually mean that. Yeah. But yeah, it's wild how the how the perspective shifts. I used, I used to just think he, he was more somebody that I would like, like kind of look to maybe even, you know, because like I grew up in a different household than the type of like views that Joe Rogan was saying. Mm-hmm. So when he would say something, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's a cool way of looking at things. So I kind of admired him a little bit more. Yeah. But now it's like he broadened your horizons a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And now it's like I feel like he said what he has to say. He's effectively done what he's had to do for my brain in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. And now I just feel like uh, I'm less connected, and I'm more about making my own, your own, the Nathan own. and Gabe show, right? But not and yeah, your not, own, not, your, but your my own. own perspective on things. Yeah. Because it's like I used to find myself kind of more, like I said, talking like somebody, maybe even agreeing with somebody, because. I would look at Joe Rogan and be like, oh, man, well, he's kind of thinking like I think now. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly he's told me how to think over the last X amount of years until I'm like, well, we think alike. So, no, we don't think alike. I'm just thinking like him. Like, yeah. I'm following his lead where it's like, hang on, hang on. Let's yeah. just think for myself now. Yeah, you know? and I that is, that is part of what I feel like I sense about him is that, and that's my problem with celebrities and Hollywood and that whole thing is that, the people that do have natural influence mm-hmm. are then used to influence. Right. At that point, I, I'm not influenced by you anymore. I want to be, I was influenced by you exactly like what you said, where you're bringing new perspectives. Maybe you're, you're piggybacking on some shit that I was already thinking about. And so now you're adding more value to that. And I think that's for a lot of people. But now I get the sense that you're not adding as much value as you are sort of trying to push thoughts or or whatever f- things ideas yeah 
which is not what I'm, I, I don't want that. Yeah. I'm not looking to get my brain filled with shit anymore. Now I'm, I, I still am, of course. That makes, that sounds stupid no, when I say like that. Yeah, I, I'm sure. looking to always grow right. a thousand percent, yeah. always bring new shit into my brain. That's never going to stop. But I don't want to be told what to think anymore. Yeah, I, and I, and that's not what I'm looking for in my life. I now the it's on me to try to get as much information as I can, unbiased, so I can make my own smart decisions for myself. Sure, that's how people should be critical thinkers. The problem is too many people only think what they're told to think. Right, and that's that's kind of my frustration for 42 episodes. I know, dude. season two. I know. But it keeps things interesting, so I'm not mad at it. Because here we are. And life wouldn't be life if it wasn't for the chaos that it brings. Yep. Yeah. We're just doing the damn thing, friends. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Doing it with us. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. (laughs)